Tēnā koe, nau mai hoki mai ki te Starting in Te Reo Māori podcast. Ko Grant Whitbourne tōku ingoa, welcome back to the Starting in Te Reo Māori podcast. It's great to be back, it's great to be recording. I haven't been on here to record a podcast in about six months now. My attention has been elsewhere, which I'll talk about a little bit more in this episode. But for now, I just want to say a big mihi to you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for hanging around. Thank you for supporting this kaupapa um, I know we're now nearly 18 months into this COVID world, living through this COVID world, wherever you are in the world. So I hope you are safe. I hope your whānau's safe. I hope you've been able to look after your whānau. I hope you've been able to survive all of the craziness that comes along with health, lockdowns, mahi, being able to do some things, not being able to do other things. It's it's absolutely crazy for every situation. So I hope you and your whānau are safe. For me and my whānau, we've been relatively lucky to stay under the radar with the whole COVID situation. We haven't had any major disruptions to our family, no health issues either, which is really good. Probably the biggest disruptions, which I'm sure a lot of families have encountered, is with the kids' sport. We've got five kids that are all playing sport at the moment, so they've obviously got competitions and things get plans change and you know they've got to rebook accommodation and tournaments get moved and all that sort of stuff so that's been the biggest disruption to us and we've uh, we've, we've generally got sport on every weekend so uh, it's been a bit crazy but uh, still lots of fun and the kids have generally been able to keep playing all of their sports throughout summer and winter which has been really good then to throw some even more craziness into the whole mix we do have another baby on the way which is really exciting another baby due baby girl due in september which everyone's really excited about but you know between running our daily lives running around after the kids all the time adding a new baby into the mix where we've got a plan for you know the house reshuffle and buying prams and cots and bassinets and all that sort of stuff um yeah we've been very very busy living a very crazy life so we're hoping once the baby comes um my partner will take 12 months off work and i'll have a bit of time off as well so hopefully things will start to mellow out a little bit by september into springtime now in terms of updates to this kaupapa to this starting in tereo maori kaupapa uh over the last six months of run two additional boot camps which has been a lot of fun um we've run one in february and one in may this year and we'll have another one in august and then november later in the year i do like to try and run them quarterly uh, but from the first two that uh, i've run this year it's been another pleasurable humbling uh, happy experience the, the, the thing that gets me every single time is meeting all these people that come from such diverse backgrounds you know everyone's got this environment that they grew up in everyone's got these unique experiences they've got different demographics that you could segment them into so you just get this absolute mix of all these different people that um, although they're so unique and so different from one another they're all on this same path they've all got a similar path that they're trying to tread so it's really good to meet those people understand and uh, where they're coming from what they've gone through where they want to get to and for me I find that it's 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 a process of um, helping to really build empathy for other people uh, and i'm not saying that i'm not an empathetic person but you know every time i run this course i meet someone new and go oh man that's that's like a crazy experience old man that is really unique i'd never even thought that someone could go through an experience like that um and that you know that's really set people up for where they are 
at that present moment. So for me, that's probably the biggest thing I get out of it, being able to meet new people and learn more about their experiences, where they've come from, their struggles, their challenges, and, and being able to support them. You know, my role as a kayako is really to be able to help people uh, show them the pathway because a lot of times they haven't been able to see the pathway that just hasn't been clear in their mind so my job is is really to help them see what that pathway is hold their hand as we walk down it and by the time we get to the end of it they come out their, their confidence has grown significantly they've learnt a whole lot not just in terms of learning tadel they've learnt about themselves they've learnt about all their internal uh, barriers that hold them back. There, there's so much growth in terms of identity, identity of self that uh, you know, it's it's just a wonderful experience and I'm forever grateful that I get to run these courses. So yeah, looking forward to running another course in August and then another one in November, which you'll hear more about that later. Now, if you're a regular Facebook user, you've probably noticed that um, either I haven't been on Facebook that much or you just haven't seen my content on Facebook. And I've got a little bit of a gripe, which I'm going to share in the next episode. I've got a bit of a gripe with Facebook. Um, it's absolutely throttled everything that I do on there now that uh, the, the, I guess the, the growth of this Copapa uh, in terms of you know page likes and page like numbers and the amount of people in the Facebook group, uh, Facebook's like completely throttled me. So I put stuff out there and, you know, you can have 10,000 followers, but maybe 50 people might see it. Um, and the only way to get around that is to really pay Facebook more money, which, you know, I'm not super interested in doing that. So um, I have been l quite a lot less inclined to post on Facebook um, and I've actually been directing my attention, my energy, and my focus to two other really important platforms. So the first one is email. So if you're on my email list, if you ever received an email from me, you would be on my email list. And you may have noticed over the last probably eight or four to six to eight weeks that you've seen a lot more activity from me in terms of email and contacting you via email. And this has come as a bit of a I'd say an indirect response to my gripe with Facebook is that I've, I've kind of come to the realization it's actually easier to have a conversation with people through email. When you think about it, you need an email address to sign up to any of these social media platforms, to do anything online, to sign up to anything, you need an email address. So for me, it becomes a, a really uh, simple uh, method to be able to contact people directly you know i can have i've been ha and, and sending more emails means that i've been having so many more conversations with people people replying and asking questions or providing feedback or just you know writing back to say thank you um it's, it's a really great way to engage with people one-on-one -on -one, which is what i love i'd say i've spent anywhere between probably 50 and 100 hours in front of the laptop just writing emails, just writing my thoughts. You know, I can put these thoughts into social media posts and put them out there, but then all of a sudden no one sees them, whereas I can also do that to email and I can email them out to people and I'll get literally thousands and thousands of people that can see them. So it's just such an easy and convenient way for me to connect with you and for you to connect with me. So if you're not on my email list, just drop me a line anywhere on social media and I can get you on there. So that's the first area that I've been focusing my attention on in terms of getting the message out there, getting my message out there, getting my word out there. And the next piece or the next uh, platform that I've been using is TikTok. Now, 
If you'd ask me whether I'd be on TikTok, say, 12 to 15 months ago, I probably would have laughed and said, no, I'm not going to be the one that's getting on there doing all these silly dances. That's for 14-year-old girls. That's for my teenage girls, not for me. Um, but I finally took the plunge earlier this year, and I've realized that it, it, as a platform, has completely evolved and completely grown beyond the just the music videos and people dancing. There's, there's so much value on there there's so much creativity on there it's just it, it is amazing i've been so spending a lot of time on there and compared to facebook which i said has completely throttled me um tiktok will just keep pushing you out to new people and it, it helps to keep pushing the message out so um, i've been putting a lot more of my time and attention into tiktok and growing the starting in tareo maori message and brand on TikTok. So if you're not already, you can just search starting in Tadel Maldi on TikTok and you'll find me on there. So that's a bit of a summary as to where I've been focusing my attention in terms of starting in Tadel Maldi over the last six months on those two platforms between email and TikTok. And I also want to talk about where I can see this platform starting to head. And I'll do this over the next few episodes. So please keep an eye out for new episodes. But in summary, uh, I see two really big opportunities for growing starting in Tereo Māori. Um, the first one is around the community of starting in Tereo Māori, uh, probably the, the biggest platform that starting in Tereo Māori exists on is through Facebook and through the Facebook group, the private Facebook group, which has uh, today, which you know, it's early July 2021 at the moment, there's about 30,000, just over 30,000 people in that group. It's one of the largest Tereo-based Facebook groups on Facebook. So there's an opportunity there that I'd like to explore, and I'll be sharing more about it in the next few episodes, about potentially moving that community, uh, not completely, I shouldn't say moving, moving, maybe the correct term is supplementing that with an off Facebook community. I do have some issues with Facebook, like I said before, but um, one of the other challenges I see with Facebook is that it, it it's filtering, your Facebook feed is filtering all the pages, all the groups, all the people that you follow or friends and family. It's filtering all that information in front of you. So when you come to the Facebook group, uh, a lot of the time it's probably not through directly searching for it and getting on there and and looking for something with real intention. It's it's more likely that you're just scrolling and you come across it. You find something passively, let's call it. And so the opportunity that I want to explore is a more dedicated space, a space that you know you go to with the intent of wanting to learn something, wanting to find something out. Not so much it being this this passive thing that you just happen to stumble upon or, or happen to run into as you're scrolling through social media. So that's the first one. And the next thing that I'm exploring at the moment, and I'm going to be talking about this a lot in the next few podcast episodes, and I'll be sharing more on TikTok as well, and um, might put a little bit on Facebook, um, is how I can really use a disruptive technology to evolve the the experience of learning Tereo Māori. And I won't share exactly what it is yet. I'll share it in the next few episodes. But um, I'm exploring how to implement some disruptive technology into this space and using that to really innovate in this area. So to give some context, back in 2017, sort of mid-2017, it was about four years ago that I started this co-popper. Um, it was really one of a kind at that time. 
Um, there wasn't many people running online.l courses, running learning courses via Zoom or Facebook groups and all that sort of thing, and all those sorts of things. So at the time, I really saw this Copapa um, launching as a bit of a not quite a disruptor, but it was definitely uh, a new experience. It was something that wasn't really being done all that broadly. Whereas now you fast forward to today, 2021, you know, you just jump on Facebook and there's so many people now that are running Tadeo courses, running Zoom calls, doing stuff all over the web, all over the world, um, helping people to learn Tadeo Maldi, which is really good. Um, but for me, you know, I kind of been sitting back for the last six months kind of going, okay, I'm now doing something that everyone else is doing. And me being the sort of person that I am, where I like to explore new ideas, you know, it sort of set me down the pathway of, hey, what's next here? Because, you know, it's it's almost like learning Tadeo or teaching Tadeo Māori has become somewhat commoditized, if I can use that word. And I'll, I'll talk about this in a little bit more detail on another episode. But, um, yeah, where I'm going with this is that's what's really push me to, to explore some new opportunities and, and that being this disruptive technology which I'm really excited to talk more about. So uh, they're the two things that I'm looking at at the moment. It's potentially supplementing our existing community with an off Facebook platform which I think would be really unique and um, something that would be really exciting particularly for people that are very very invested in that journey and want something that's uh, a little more uh, has less distractions in it I should say and the other one is looking at this new technology some new disruptive technology which will be really exciting as well. Well, that's it from me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for jumping on. Uh, hopefully, you've got a little bit more of an insight into what's been happening in my personal life, in the starting in Tareo Māori world, and where I think this Kopapa can head to over the next um, 6 to 12 months. Stay tuned for the next episodes that will be coming up shortly, and I'll be giving you some more details about what I've spoken about in this episode. But for now, uh, thank you for tuning in, and we'll talk soon. Kia ora. And that's another language lesson to add to your kete of knowledge. Hey, could you do me a favor? If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or any other player, could you jump on and leave a rating and a review? When you do, it helps awesome people just like you, people that are starting out learning Tareo Māori to find this show even faster. If you want to catch up, I'm always hanging out in the Starting in Tareo Māori Facebook group, so you can jump over to Facebook, search that, and we can catch up there. And one last thing, if you're ready to get started, if you're looking to take a more formalized approach to learning Tareo Māori, you can check out my self-paced course at startingintareomaori.com forward slash self-paced course, or you can check out a link for it in the description of this episode. And that's it from me. I'll see you on the next episode of the Starting in Tareo Māori podcast.